one second. All right, I'm gonna, uh, so let's just go out. Give me a second. I'm gonna turn the picture. All right, it's almost there. I'm gonna put you on in a minute. Special greetings, amen, on tonight from ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation. Amen. Feel free to tap in on tonight. The number is live right now. We are accepting live callers on the air at 561-387-1425-516-387-1425. Amen. We're getting ready to turn it over to the host. Amen on tonight. Prophetess Dr. Linda Lane on tonight. God bless you. Praise the Lord, saints. God bless you. God bless you. For the Bible says that this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I'm excited about what God's getting ready to do, as I usually say, because we don't know what God's getting ready to do. But sometimes I'll go one direction and God will lead me another direction. But I, again, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Praise the Lord. Um, Father, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we praise you now. Father, we adore you now. Father, we love you more than anything else. Father, we hide me, hide Glenda behind the cross that might just see you and you alone in the name of Jesus. I bind the adversary, every devil at every level, every demonic force that come out. I tell you, I direct you right now in the name of Jesus to go back to the pit of hell from whence you come. We love you, Lord. God, teach us to be what you want us to be. Show us what you want us to see. Love us unconditionally in your majestic name. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tonight, amen, God's given me. I'm just going to go back to one of our uh, familiar scriptures. Amen. Um, 
because sometimes God will give us, put us online just to, sometimes to go back and just go back over some things over and over again that we know that God wants us to do. And um, because there are a lot of believers, a lot of people that really don't know the word of God, and um, we're going to go to a familiar scripture. Um, amen tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to, um, 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 it's Psalms 90, um, Psalms 91. Amen. Psalms 91. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise him. He is an awesome God. He is an awesome God. I was studying the scriptures, Psalms 91, and the time I was studying it, uh, my, some of my books was telling me that, that um, Psalms 91 was a period in which, remember when the children of Israel was in the middle of the desert and they were confused and they didn't know what they wanted to do and and um some of them began to say god um i'm not stayed into stay at least i would have somewhere to somewhere to sleep i had somewhere to, something to eat uh, uh we've been walking in a circle for all these years and we don't know where we're going you know um and so at this point um, God was speaking um, to Moses and was telling him about the different situations um, that they were going through. But we we can't hold, we can't um, lose heart in the midst of our storms. We can't lose heart and uh, just forget about all the things that we've gone through and just remember that he's God, that he is in control. Um, sometimes it doesn't look like God uh, is in control. All the things that you're going through on an average day. Um, and we say to ourselves, Lord, how can this be ordained of God? But it is ordained of God. God never makes mistakes. Um, on, on time. We can't lose heart. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In the midst of our storms, in the midst of our situations, in the midst of our trials, um, God is totally in charge. Um, um, I don't know about you because I've gone through many great trials in my life. Um, I, that's one of the first things I would constantly say, Lord, why, why would, how would you allow this thing to happen to me? Not me, God. I'm doing all that I can do for you. But, um, again, God never makes mistakes. He never makes mistakes. He loves us. But, um, unfortunately, we don't know, we're not supposed to, understand the mind of God and um, we don't know the, the mind of God all we know is that he is God um, and then, then we have some people in our lives or around us that don't even acknowledge Christ or 
but he loves us uh, in the midst of our storms. And even with this COVID-19 business, sometimes there are people that that die uh, and we begin to say, Lord, I don't understand. But we don't understand. It said, lean not to uh, uh, your own understanding. In other words, you're not God. We got to learn to lean on Jesus and Jesus alone. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Psalms 91. Amen. And now we're talking about trust. Some of us have trust issues. I don't know about you, I've had some trust issues, and I still do have some trust issues. But we must trust him. Amen. It says here, Psalms 91. For he that dwelleth in a secret place. Now, he's talking about spiritually. A place in our heart that nobody knows but God and you, you and God. Some of us have been hurt so deeply and so completely that we just don't trust anybody. Okay. In the past, in our secret place, in that place that nobody knows but us. You know. But God's speaking to the, the thousands and the thousands of people that are sitting in a deep uh, secret place in Israel and, and they're lost. And what he's saying, he that dwelleth in a secret place. A secret place. A secret place. After, you, after you've been hurt, after you've been abused, after you've gone through so much, you don't trust nobody. But trust God. Trust God. Backed in a corner, don't know whether my rent's going to be paid. Back in a corner, don't have a car. Back in a corner, don't know which direction to go in. Back in the corner, but he's saying to us tonight, he that dwelleth, that you got to live in God. Amen. We have to learn to live in the spirit of God. Okay. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide. Abide. I mean, I live in God. I pray in God. I think in God. I walk in God, in the Spirit of God. You got to get in that place with God that nobody can touch, nobody that He can get into, nobody but you and God, and live in that place. So when the enemy will tell you, oh, Go ahead and play this lottery. You're going to hit a lot of money and get a million dollars. 
uh, when you get in that place that you know what you're not supposed to go, go where you're not supposed to go, uh, think what you're not supposed to think. He said, but he that dwelleth in a secret place. One time my secret place was in my car because sometimes I just wanted to be by myself and there was somebody, so many people around me all the time. I would get in my car and some of the best prayer I've ever had was in a car because I could control who come in out of my car. I could control who's ever uh, that's near my car. Sometimes I could just ride and ride and see the scenery because that was my secret place that I could talk to God. But again, but when you're packed up in a corner and you don't know who to trust, you don't know who to believe, you just don't know anything, but all you know is that you're hurting. And you're hurting on the inside. There's his, and I hear God, there's somebody on this line tonight, or there's somebody that's hearing me on the broadcast tonight that you're going through so much and you don't know who to trust. You don't know who to tell my secrets to. There's nobody in my life that I can tell the whole, uh, the whole situation, but you can go to God. When you give your life to Christ, you can get on your knees. You can get in your car. You can go in a place that God, you can tap into the mind of God. Not a person, not a thing, not a situation, but go to Christ in the inner man. Give your life, man or woman, that's hearing my voice. Hear my voice. You can go into the spirit of God. We're not so much dealing about in a church. We're not looking to go in a building. But in that tap into the spirit in a church. you and say, Lord, help me now. God, save me now. God, wash me now. Where? In that secret place. That I don't answer to nobody but you, God. I can't sleep at night. I can't think at night. I can't do anything at night. All I remember is all this mess that I'm going through. All this stuff, things that I've gone to and people said, talked about me and, and lied on me and cheated on me and all kinds of stuff like that. And the one that I trust the most and the one that, that, that hurt me the most. But the Bible says, he's telling us God that he that was you that lived. He lives in you. Go in that secret place. Way, Holy Ghost. And talk in God. Dwell in God. Get, you've got to learn to depend on somebody after all these years. Uh, but you've got to learn to Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. But if you can't tap into the mind of God, you can't tap into the spirit of God. That's why you're discouraged. 
That's why you're hurt. That's how, why you're heartbroken. That's why, because you have not learned to go into the secret place of God and hide there. Hide, hide, hide. I remember when we were little kids and I would go to my grandma's house in the country and um, she would put all of us together and we'd go outside and, and, and she'd say, let's, uh, somebody would say, let's go play a hide and go see. And all we had to do, they'd say, uh, we'd, count, we'd count to 10 or 15 or whatever the number was. And then the, the leader would turn around and everybody had disappeared. Why? Because they decided to go and find a place that they could hide and not be found. But it's not that easy when we become adult to hide. It's not that easy if you have issues with alcohol. It's not easy when you have issues with 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 secret things in our lives. We have we don't have we have issues in our lives that that nobody that knows about but us. There's some secret things in our life that nobody knows, and we don't know how to handle. And we don't know who to talk to. We don't know where to go. We don't know who to trust. But the Bible tells us tonight that. He that dwelleth in a secret place. A secret place. A secret place where we can be hidden in God. A secret place. Hallelujah. A place of defense. A place of protection, a place of covering. If God wants us to be, go to Him in that secret place. The places of the Almighty where you're safe. For in we, God, when we're in God, we're in a hiding place with God. Hiding where we can't be found. Hiding where nobody can't turn their back on you. Hide where give God all your secrets. I didn't say man, but I say give God all your secrets and leave them there. Don't be bound. Don't be frustrated. We can control. We can't control other people. But we can control ourselves. We can go to God and say, God, the truth. Tell the God the truth. Tell Jesus your whole truth. Not the truth that you want the world to know, but the truth that is God. The truth that we're a liar. Truth that we might be fornicating. Truth that we might be stealing. Truths, the truths that only God knows about. Yes, man does not judge us. Man will try to judge us anyway. But who has any bigger fault than we do ourselves? Nobody. But he's telling the children of Israel that sitting in the desert, turn to God. Trust God. Trust him. 
Some people have millions of dollars, money, millions of dollars, but they can't trust anybody. Because that money is the root of their evil. But it's saying that he, he God, he Elohim, he the God more than enough, he the Messiah himself, come to me, he that dwelleth in that secret place of the most high and you shall you shall dwell you shall hide in him under the almighty God and now he says this he says and I I God I I will say of the Lord so when you get in that secret place, now he's saying that I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge. Refuge. That's the place that I can hide and nobody can find me but God. That place of refuge that I can give all my secrets to. That place of refuge that nobody will judge me. Nobody will find fault in me. No matter what I'm going through in my lifetime, I've had to fall back on God. Sometimes we come in and out of God, but God doesn't want us to come in and out of him. He doesn't want us to love us when we're hurt or love us when we're sick or love him, but he's sick. But then when we get well, we forget about God. We don't want we don't want to serve that kind of God. Or you party every uh, six days a week, and Sunday morning you're the first one to get to the church. You're the first one to do this. You're the first one to to give money. You're the first one. But he says he says that that, that he said he now I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge, my refuge. My fortress. A fortress, I began to study about the word fortress a while back, and fortress is this high established place that nobody can get in and out of. Spiritually, that fortress is a place that when I get myself hiding, uh, 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 entangled with God to a place that no matter what anybody says to me, I ain't going to cuss. No matter what anybody does to me, I'm going to forgive them. I don't care if somebody stole something from me. I'm going to pray for them. Get in that high place of God that no matter what happens, I'm not going to be touched. I'm not going to be entangled. Against the things of God, that I turn to Him and Him alone. Psalms ninety-one three says this: Surely He shall deliver me. Surely, no matter what happens in my life, God's gonna cover me. Surely, He loves me. No matter what's happening. Surely, I am under God's protection. I'm under God's wings. 
surely he will cover me, take care of me. He will deliver me from the snares of the fowler. He will deliver me from the devil himself. Ah, he will deliver me from those things around me which I cannot control. He will deliver me out of every addiction, every shortfall, everything in our lives that we, sh we should not have gotten into, uh, uh, whether it was pornography, whether it was homosexuality, whatever you've gone through in your life, and there's no big sin, there's no little sin, there's no middle sin, but sin is sin. But the God has promised that He will deliver us and He will love He will love us and don't let nobody to come back and remind you what you've been through. Okay. No matter don't let nobody come That's back to you and try to remember what God has saved you out of and make you yes. feel bad. Don't worry about those things. My God, my God. God knows the way that we take. Sometimes God will it won't be God, but it'll be the enemy will come back and remember, oh, you know what you used to do. And you can't tell nobody because you feel bad about what you did and you was wrong. But it doesn't make it right that you run away. You got to know that God loves you unconditionally. Oh I talk to those people that usually listen to me every night no, or, or once a week. Uh, you know, I have, I, let me tell you, let's say the truth. I had an addiction with candy bars. And there's no issue whether it's a candy bar or homosexuality. There's no issue whether it's candy bars or homosexuality or eating and I'm, I'm 70 or 80 or, or almost 800 pounds. There is no difference. Sin is a sin. And every time I would go to the store, uh, getting the checkout, oh, I would see that candy and something would say to me, pick it up, get a little piece of candy. But I took a long time before I began to lose weight, uh, way in the last 10 years. And every time I saw that candy bar, I said, nope. And I had a little lady in the store next to me. She says, oh, just eat it. Oh, no. And I said, no, no. So there's no, there's no, no, no big uh, addiction or little addiction or evil addiction. No, sin is sin is a sin is a sin. That's right. That's right. But when you give your life to Christ, and sometimes we fall, but the part is not falling down. Sometimes the hard part is getting up. So in the midst of your storm, get up. In the midst of your storm, don't just beat yourself down because you made mistakes, but get up okay. and move on. Get up. Don't look back. Get up. Uh, never forget that God loves you. Get up, no matter what you're going through. Get up, whether you lied, you stole, you fornicated, uh, or whatever. He says, but now in that secret place, you can abide in him, My and you can God. get up, and you can go on. That's right. That's right. For he that dwelleth in a secret place. My God. And that secret place is in God. 
The secret place is not in a building. The secret place is not in a church service. And it's good to go to a church, but the secret place ought to be in your heart. That's it. In your heart, man, in your heart, woman, in your heart, uh, because only God can touch and tap into the mind of God. For surely he shall deliver thee. Surely he will bring you out. Surely no matter what you're going to, I, I love you, son. I love you, daughter. I love you more than anything. I died on a cross just for you. I got up on the third day uh, uh, with you in mind. I got up, Tosha, with all power. Surely he shall deliver thee. But then you say to yourself, oh God, looks like I keep, I keep ending up in the same situation again. Look like I go to the same snare again. Surely he won't forgive me. Surely, he said, but he shall deliver thee from the snares. All those situations, all those demonic forces, all those encounters and places with some people that you know you should not have been. He said, but surely he will deliver thee from the noiselum pestula. He will deliver me. He will come and take us from his, our calamities. The word Havak, H-A-V-V-A-H. Rushing calamities. You know how things just seem, sometimes things just run at you. They rush at you and it looks like uh, if you're not, if you're not stable, sometimes you get confused. Why? It looks like everything's coming at you at the same time. Snares, wicked things, wicked people, wicked places, things in our lives. They all come running at you, one after the other, sweeping towards you that it looks like I cannot ever get out of this situation. One is, I can't call it disease, but one issue that especially now a lot of people are having I was reading the other day on statistics of people in the pandemic of um uh but this pandemic that people are committing suicides with such a phenomenal rate why because life is not the same anymore that life has changed and it seems like for over this year or so that it's 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 getting worse it's not getting better and sometimes it's good and then it's say oh we're going to be it's going to be all right and take your mask off and this that and the other and then the other time in certain parts of the country it comes back and forward and we don't know what to do and we have family in one city and you want to go and visit that one but you don't know what you're going to do 
school and and even the teenagers, the ones that are getting ready to finish high school and they want to be around their friends and and, and colleagues and but the world is not the same. But in actuality, the only thing we can do is be in that secret place with God. Yes, wash your hands. Yes, wear your mask if you feel led to do it. I'm not going to get on your civil rights. But, you know, we got to learn to love Jesus. We got to love him. Love him like he's a, a extra glove on our hand. We got to hug him. Hug him every night. Get up in the morning. As you go to the bus stop, as you get in your car, pray, talk to God, believe in him, hold on him. God, guide me today. God, protect me. God, hold me in the palm of your hand. God, don't let me say something to anybody to offend them, hurt them. Hold them in the palm of your hand. God, because we don't know what's going to happen to us. Only God knows our expiration day. In other words, only, only God to know the day that we're going to leave this earth. Tomorrow is not promised. Love is unconditional when we want it to be unconditional. Sometimes we want conditional, unconditional love only for certain people. I love you because you're nice to me. I love you because you're pretty. I love you because you have money. I love you because you do what I say. Oh my God! I, that that one I, that one that one I, I I have a pet peeve with that because um, you love me one minute or you love me for years and then 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 you don't love me no more. Then you don't want to talk to me. Yeah, you do what I say and I'll think about. It. No, that is not the love of God. My age now, I'm not the same. I'm not the person that I was when I was 17. I was not the same person when I got 35. I'm not the same person now that I'm over 50. I am changed. I am a new creature. I live my life as if every day is my last day. I take, go to bed at night as if that's my last night. I, I have learned to depend totally on Jesus. Not that I ever have this attitude for years, no. But when we get older and we get wiser and we get wiser and in, in, in the word of God, we ought not be the same. Our walk should be a little different. Our talk should be a different. And we have to learn that when we talk to people, just don't run your mouth. Think before you talk. Because sometimes when we open our mouth and we deliver stuff or we say stuff, we don't think and we wound people for the rest of their lives unless they give their lives to Christ. We've got to trust him, saints. Don't give away the most valuable thing in your life. And that's your heartbeat of God. You've got to learn the heartbeat of God. Like the natural heart in our bodies. When our heart beats and you put a stethoscope or when you put something that you can hear your heart, it'll say, boom, boom, 
Pum, 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 pum. We got to have the heartbeat of God. But when you have that heart of beat of God, that's we can say to ourselves that we're covered by him. We're covered under the wings, his wings. A way, a place of protection. A place that I nobody can hurt me. A place where truth is, where I can talk to God and God can talk to me and I can say, God, yes, I lied. Yes, yes, I lie, God, but forgive me. That place. Thou shall not be afraid. Don't be afraid. You gotta be, not be afraid of people. You can't hide the rest of your life and not have love again. You can't ever have a place that I'm so bitter and I'm so hurt and I'm so torn and I'm 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 mad with the world that I'm never gonna be the same again. Jesus died for us. Jesus won a cross for us. God spoke the world into existence just for us. You can't live in a place you can't love again. You can't hope again. You can't forgive again. You can't laugh again. Sometimes people can be outwardly laughing, but in the inside, the hurt. That's why they commit suicide. That's why you see a part of them when you meet them at the front door and you're happy and you're smiling and when you close the door, you are so miserable because you feel like the world is against you. But Moses is talking to his people in the desert. It says that he that dwelleth. I got a thousands and millions of people around me in the desert, but I'm trying to talk to you individually, but you can't hide from God. Because no matter wherever you are, whether you're on a boat, whether you're on the ocean, on a, on a ship, whether you're in another country, whether you're in Africa, whether you're in America, uh, whether you are in, 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 in Ireland, everywhere, you cannot hide from the Spirit of God. He knows the way that we take. And we have to trust I give up my will and I trust you, God. I give up my will. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of lying. I'm tired of cheating. I'm tired of being alone. I'm tired. I'm tired, God. I'm, I'm tired. Help me, God. This was the statement that Moses was telling his people. I know we've been out here in this desert for 40 years and it looks like we're not coming out, but you've got to trust in him. Get in him, get on your knees, get in your secret place, get in your car and talk to him. And in that place, God will deliver you from you. 
That's the problem. We have to get delivered. But we have to acknowledge that we need help. Help, Lord. Help. God, I'm tired of hiding my addictions. I'm I'm tired of being 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 beaten up. I'm tired of all this mess. God, come into my life. Deliver me from me. Deliver me from my shortfalls. Deliver me from my sins, even my secret sins, my secret addictions, my secret trials. You know all the things I've gone through in my lifetime. God, deliver me. Then you can get help. Don't hide yourself from God. Some of us can hide ourselves from God. Preachers, y'all need us. Stop hiding yourself from God. You preach a pretty message. You come with your fouls and your therefores. This stuff said the Lord. You need to just get yourself real with God. If you're wrong, get it right. If you know you're not living for God, step down from your cloth. Step down from your ministry. Get yourself, yourself right from God. We can't hide ourselves from God. We can't hide ourselves. He knows you have addictions. You know you played a lottery. You know you're fornicating. You know you're lying. You know you have another lifestyle outside of God. You know you do. You know you leave the church and go right to the hotel with somebody else and pay them to have sex. You know what you're doing. You know you have an addiction, and if you have an addiction, what you need to do to ask God to lead you to a wife and get married? I've never seen so many unmarried pa- pastors, male or female, and know they're having sex out around a red block. Yes, God used him because he's honoring his word. He's not just honoring them, he's honoring his word. To the blood of Jesus. But it's saying that he. That dwells in a secret place. He. Shall cover thee. So he'll cover thee with your feathers. Man or woman who you know that he's covering you now. But if you stay hidden in the closet. Talking to some preachers. Those that are hid in the closet for all these years, one way or another, woman or man, you're hiding in the closet. But you can't continue to play with God. God's going to bring you to an open shame. Because we are in the last days. We are in the last days. We don't know what time or hour. We never thought but the big priest, preacher from Atlanta would be caught for the scandal, not with, not with girls, but boys. Mega church. Just because you don't have a mega church. Yes. 
that doesn't mean that God won't reveal himself in your place. God saying, he that dwelleth in a secret place. You can run from a church, but you can't run from God. You can run from your mamas and daddies, but you can't run from God. Some of our mamas have been preaching to us for years. You can't hide from God. How about We cannot hide from God. But nor can our husbands or our lives or our husbands or our wives stand in the place of God. We've got to know Jesus for ourselves. Jesus, we have to know Jesus for ourselves. For in that secret place, he will cover us. He will keep us. He will hold us. No matter what we're going through, because Jesus loves us. Love us unconditionally. I'm not talking about a sexual love, but a love of God. When you give your life totally, totally, whether it's a candy bar or whether it's an addiction, there's no difference in Christ. But we have to give our lives to Christ in every aspect of our lives. In every way. Every day. I repent every day. I ask God to forgive me every day. I don't want to die and be lost. I don't want to die. And people say, oh, there's not a hell. Yes, there is a hell, atheistic person. Yes, there is a dead hell. Now, what you do is you give me a call on our private line. And I will lead you to Christ personally. I'll take you to the scriptures personally because you didn't get here by yourself. You had a mama and you had a daddy. Yeah, maybe you were a test tube baby, and maybe it was some kind, I don't care how you say it, but there is a hell, and I'm trying to prevent you from getting there. Jesus is real. But you got to go in the inside of you. You've got to go in the inside, the spirit part of you. You've got to go in the side there and say, God. If there's a God, save me. God, I love you. I don't know what to do. I raised up my whole life that I was not saved. I, I, I didn't believe in a God. And now the whole, the older I've gotten, I don't believe there's a God. But God, if you're real, reveal yourself to me because I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be, be like this the rest of my life. There are people now that are questioning if there is a God. Yes. There is a God. Can't you have way. blood. You have blood running in your veins. There is a God that's taking care of you. There's a God that allowed you to bring oh, have bring children to this world. Up. There is a God that sustained you when you didn't have a place to go. There's the same God that when those men walked off and you left you and just wanted you to have a baby. That there is a God. Yes, He's real. But yes, you've got to give your life to Christ. Jesus. 
You've got to give your life totally to him. Talk to him and say, God, if you're real, God, reveal yourself to me because I don't want to live the rest of my life without a mama, without a daddy, without direction, that my children be subject to witchcraft. All these things, they do exist because it's in the word of God. Preach prophetess. Not because I said it, but because it is in the word of God. Because the word says, for in the beginning, the heaven and earth, God said in the word, he said, for in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was void, and uh, the same God that spoke the world into existence, the same God that you walk around on every day with your footsteps, Peter, Peter, the same God of Elijah, the same God of Jesus, that when you walk every day, Day. God elevates your feet. The same God that pays your rent. Uh, you think just because you're on food stamps, or you think because you can go there and somebody can give you something to help you. No, you need Jesus and a part of your sin. My God. He's telling you to go inward, not outward, not look pretty, not act anointed. But go into the inner man, the inner heart, the inner vessel. That's why you're having so much problems. That's why you're miserable. That's why you're unhappy. That's why you don't have very, very many friends. Why? It's not them. It's you. God's trying to talk to you now, man or woman. He says, for he that dwelleth in a secret place. Yes. Secret place. Yes, yes. Don't depend on your husband. You need Jesus. Don't depend on your children to give you. No, you need Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus that died on the cross for us. Jesus, Jesus that got up on the third day. Jesus, Jesus that moves by his power. Jesus, Jesus that elevates your blood pressure. High blood pressure, no blood pressure. Ah, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the midst of our storms, Jesus, Jesus. In the desert with Moses and thousands of people, that same Jesus. And he came to them and he began. And he told I'm trying to tell you men and women of God are the ones that are ain't and the ones that are ain't and the ones that are saints and the ones that are running a, a ragtag life and Jesus said knows all about it you can't run and you can't hide from him he's so high you can't run from him you can't go so low he can't know where you are that same Jesus Jesus have your way home he that dwelleth in a secret place of the most high God, under the shadow of the Almighty. He said that I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge, my rock, my fortress. In him will I trust. Hallelujah. You got to know Jesus in the part of your sins. You got to know him. Yes, there is a God. Yes, we've been going through so much with COVID-19. And I want you to know that COVID-19 is not in the United States of America. 
mask on. Uh, and yes, your individuals, you want to have your mask on. That's fine with me. I'm not going to argue about everything, uh, but I want you to know that there is a Jesus that looks high, uh, and he knows all about it. He knows our sin nature. He knows the things that we like. Uh, he knows whether you like boys or girls. Uh, he knows what you like to eat. Uh, he knows all about you, uh, and you can't hide from him uh, no matter what you do, uh, no matter where you go, uh, that Jesus uh, is everlasting. He says he is from eternity to eternity. But when you make up in your mind to give your life to Christ, there will become a change. Jesus is far away, but yet he's there right with you. Right under the sound of your voice. For he that dwelleth. We're not talking to the outer man. We're talking to the man within you. That thing that walks and talks and breathes in you. That a heart that's saying, God, I hear my call. I hear my voice. And I'm, I don't know what to do. Is there a real God? Yes, there's a real God. And my example is that you open your King James Bible and you'll see the words of God. And the words that are especially that are in red, those are the words coming straight out of the mouth of God. So there's nowhere in the world, there's nowhere in the universe that we can hide from God. And that's why he's telling us tonight, live in me, live in me, live in me, women of God, live in me, man of God. Live in me, move in me, breathe in me, take a deep boy, deeper breath, take a deep breath right now. And that is God. Because if it wasn't God, even on the machine, it would be the, mach the machine breathing for you. But God is touching, God is dealing with your heart for years through people in church, on the stores. Have you been in a church or in a store and somebody's talking and the same thing that you're thinking, God's speaking it out loud to somebody else. Why? Because God's trying to talk to you. God's trying to deal with you, but you've been running and hiding from him. Now tonight, God is saying, live in me, breathe in me, think in me, give your life again to me. One day at a time, one second at a time, one hour behind. I don't care how you do it, but give your life to Christ. You say you're going to change, but how long is it going to happen for you? If you say you want to change, you change today and tomorrow. You're not, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to change. Either you're going to change or you ain't. What if God decides to come when you're not ready? And I don't know about you, but I don't want to go and be burned up next to somebody that's been mean to me all my life. Only God knows the way that we take. 
said in the book of Job, 13th chapter, he said, Father, you know the way that I take. Once you give your life to Christ, it is a process. He tells us to confess with our mouths. Romans 10, he says, confess with your mouth. Say it with your lips, your lips, the fruit of your lips. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. So you can confess it with your mouth, but not believe it in your heart. And I can say, oh, I'm a beautiful, I'm a room, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. But you look in the mirror and you know you need some work done. So is it with God. I confess, I can confess with my mouth all I want to. But if I don't accept it in my heart, that's why I don't stand and say, oh, repeat after me. If no, no, I'm not going to tell you to do it. You have to make in your mind that you want to give your, give first, you giving your life to Christ. Then you give, say, Lord, you know, I be, I confess with these lips. And I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. Forgive me. And then thou shalt be saved according to the word of God. You will have access to the kingdom. You will have a access, you will have a cat, you will have an access to the kingdom of God when you give your life to Christ. You have an exact, you have, you have an access to the word of God. You will have access to him who was eternity from eternity to eternity. This book is the gateway to your kingdom of God. It is invaluable. Mama can't do it. Daddy can't do it. Husband can't do it. You have to have to get access to the kingdom. Not just for your sake, but your children's sake, because our children can only do what we do. Go where we go. Say what we say. The kingdom. For he that dwelleth in a secret place. Who that lives in God. I've got to move into the spirit of God. Like moving in the natural house or naturally getting to your car. Now, ladies and gentlemen, close your eyes wherever you are. Close your eyes. Don't peep. Close your eyes. And imagine yourself moving into a car, or getting to a building. When you get into the Spirit of God, you are moving into Him. You're moving, you have access into the kingdom. When you move in the Spirit of God, you are not your own anymore. And the Spirit of God access is not in a building. A access of God is moving into the Spirit of God and having access to the kingdom of Him. 
And in that access, we move in. We take up residence. Once we give our lives to Christ, and we will never be the same again. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. And Father, we know you had a plan that I didn't have. But I know that somewhere, somehow, under the sound of my voice, somebody needed to know that they have access to Jesus. Somebody needed the access to Jesus tonight. That person that had made up their mind that they were going to commit suicide. Maybe somebody had decided that this was the last night on earth. We don't know. But that man, that woman, your access is Jesus. The living God, that same access that Jesus died on a cross for for me and for you. I know more than you. I know less than you. I know greater than you. I'm just a person that gave their life to Christ. And over time, I gain a greater access to him. But in that access, I found him. In his access, I've learned to pray. In his access, I've learned to believe in the midst of turmoil. In his access, I've learned to forgive. In my access, I've learned to know him and the pardon of his sins. In the access of God, not in a building, but in the spirit, the inward man. I'm asking you now to look inward in your life. And just make a change. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. God, we thank you for the inner access of you. That I might touch somebody's heart. That I touch their spirit. That he might renewed our strength in you. And sometimes we give and we give and we give and we never receive. Sometimes we give and we give and we feel like sometimes we can't be, they don't, they don't receive, they don't respond. But I'm learning, to, asking us to go in our inward man. Is Lord, I need you. I need money, but I need you more. I need happiness. I need fulfillment. I need you. God, if I'm not, forgive me, repent. Access to Christ. We have access to going through his will. Getting in his access. Getting his secret place. In his place. Not necessarily on his, but access to the Holy Spirit. Access to him, God. I pray, God. I pray in the name of Jesus that somewhere, somehow, somebody that needed this word, God, save them and fill them with the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, we pray your will for their lives. Your will for their lives. For the thousands of people around the world and millions of people listen to our podcasts. 
Go in the inner man now and say, God, help me to be what you want to be. Ireland, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the state of Washington, D.C., God, give us access to your word, access to your will, and access to your way in the name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus. We pray. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, thank you for uh, coming to our podcast tonight. Um, I'll give you about maybe three minutes if anybody wants to say anything or if anybody wants to call on the line and want a prayer. But I know that we've given you access to the kingdom through his word. When you get in that secret place, that nobody knows but you and God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God on tonight. Amen. For um, you delivering that word. Um, bye. Uh, that really have taken flight on tonight. Um, While in the midst of you were preaching, um, I was getting my, um, trying to get my phone situated and the the representative was listening to you the whole time. Uh, So uh, she's a Christian (laughs) and um, she, um, she said it was powerful just from the time that she was trying to fix the phone and stuff. So, we want to give a special shout out to Joey out there at T-Mobile. Hey. Amen. Hey, so, Joey. Amen. <laughs> so she's going to listen a little later when she gets off of work tonight. So, um, but you give, you know, like I said, you don't realize how much of a of an impact that we are. Uh, you know, I'm like very statistical when it comes to numbers. Um, but right now. Um, even that, even though that Spotify had cut us off to certain things um, on the podcast, but then the other platforms are picking up. <laughs> we give God Amen. glory. Amen. And we Amen. currently in South Africa right now. Uh, we're at 59, 59,276,000 uh, people that are listening, and that's 1%. Thank you, Chief. 1.36. Uh, Uganda is 47,560,000 uh, that is listening. Hallelujah, Uganda. And, and, so we are slowly and surely, you know, I'm, I'm starting to pick up the statistics, um, you know, as we go. Amen. We had lost a lot because when they did the conversion, amen, but then we gained, um, gained back the kingdom. So that's yeah, a, yeah. a blessing. Uh, many other ones um, with that. Uh, Salvador, we got, we picked up, back picked them up Hallelujah. from another platform. 
Amen. So we are, we just thank God for what he is doing, that God has given us full access uh, to it. And as long as he give us full access, it's because our, our intimacy, our level of intimacy is there um, because of that full access. He won't give you, uh, when God said he confide in you, he trusts us. The word confide yeah. means he trusts us. So if he trusts Job, okay, that he was going to do the right thing, that he wasn't going to back down, right? It's the same thing. That God has confidence in us. So because of that, he had gave us full access. You know, we desire he would give that full access. Amen. On tonight. So we just thank God for what he's doing. Amen. Special shout out to um, Evangelist Dolores. Auntie Dolores, we love you. Thank you for being. Hey, Dolores, we love you, girl. Amen. Special shout out to our. To, to that's that's our partner crime right now no in the kingdom yes sir that's my blood that's my blood so we just give glory to what uh god has even doing in her life amen through her ministry amen even if she didn't start yet but she's uh it's gonna pick up it's getting ready to do it yeah it's starting to pick up um because i picked that up in the spirit realm and i thank god for what he is doing for her in this season you know and ministry always start from home you know, yes. and when ministry start from home, it builds. So, yes. you know, the pandemic has really has taught us uh, not to rely on. Uh, it says that we have to gather. Yeah, the building. And it also taught us um, even in the midst of learning how to gather with the saints in every form of dimension. So it's not just a building anymore, but he's teaching us learn how to gather among and surround ourselves together um, and teaching us that the Holy Spirit is not just in a building. The Holy Spirit resides in us, you know, and so we give God glory uh, for what he is doing um, in this season. Um, we're adding more preachers to the network. Amen. And God is doing Amen. more, doing greater works, greater works for him in the kingdom because it's about his kingdom and not ours. Um, Amen. The kingdom and it's a kingdom at hand. So we we really are. Our goal is to tackle all these countries before he comes back, and that's our Amen. goal. Amen. And I yes, think if the, if the preachers be able to like connect together in the kingdom, if they connect together mm-hmm. in the kingdom, believers connect together in the kingdom, we can get the job done. Amen. We should get the job done. Thanks, Amen. I'm going to release it back into Prophetess' hand. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your word tonight. We thank you, God. Even my, it was not my, my intention, but you know what? God told me to shift, so I know he knows what's best. Um, Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for being a part of our lives. And I mean that, Jesus. I'm, I'm so happy I'm a part of your life with me, and I thank you because I know that in everything that uh, we we encounter that you are always with us. Mm-hmm. I thank you, God, that you kept me for such a time as this. I thank you, God, that you sustained my life. I thank you, God, when I was sick and at death's door, when I was in the death grips of the enemy, God, that I could have been and dead, but God, you spared me, so therefore I run. I run to you. I run in a hurry. I pray. I give everything I've got, God, because if it were not for
for you, God, I would have never come out of my coma. I repeat that. God, if it was not you, God, I would have not have come out of my coma. And I live for you. I breathe for you. I pray for you. I am giving you, God, everything I've got. Because I know I've experienced that tomorrow is not promised. And I pray, God, that everybody under the sound of my voice realize that tomorrow is not promised. And we plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. We know there is a God. In Jesus' name we pray. Saints, be tuned to us next Thursday night. Um, all week long, we have podcasts on the same number, and uh, different people we on. At this particular mine is Thursday night, but I, I'm on all the other nights with other people because we kind of get as much Jesus as we can get. And this is thing we pray. Well, God bless you, saints. We'll see you next Thursday night. Amen. Bye-bye. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus.